I want you to picture for a minute what, you know, what the world would be like if all of a sudden the global medication supply chain of antibiotics just stopped, disappeared, even for a while. How many of us would not make it? Antibiotics are so important. And right now, um, if there is a supply chain hit again with China or India, you can bet they're going to take care of their own needs first. And what do we have? There's already a shortage of some antibiotics right now. That's why the Jace case is so important from Jace Medical. It's a way for you to keep yourself prepared for the worst. And it is, you know, in case there's a shortage or you know, supply chain or whatever, but it could also just be for vacation. When you're traveling, you have the five antibiotics that can treat all kinds of different um, uh, different things, and it just tide you over, take care of it until you get home with your doctor. Jace Medical, J-A-S-E Medical.com, Jace Medical.com. Enter the promo code Beck at checkout for a discount on your order. Promo code Beck at J-A-S-E Medical.com. Uh, Glenn Beck program. I'm sorry. I'm just looking at three little bubbles on my screen um, going back and forth with Senator Mike Lee right now uh, because he said something really frightening yesterday. It was a Twitter response where he was talking about this new report that is out now that we apparently blew up Nord Stream. I, I have real questions and real doubts on this, but I also have real doubts on us. I don't know. And he tweeted last night, um, if true, slander. No, sorry. If false, slander. If true, war. And he's absolutely right. If you haven't heard that story, I'm just seeing here. He's in a hearing right now. He's got to speak. It's hard to predict when he can come on. Um, But he will call in because I want to get his look at this. He said he's talked to several people about this and he's not sure and it's disturbing to him that he's not sure whether we did an act of war or not i'm gonna fill you in on all of this in 60 seconds now i don't know about you but i got a couple of vehicles that i plan to drive until you know the doors fall off maybe literally fall off the upshot of this is that from time to time they have to be repaired and that's why i have car shield because the repairs can be very costly. You know, the modern car now has 3,000 computer chips. Oh, yeah. Let's get into a chip war because that'll go graver. All of us. Whether your car has 5,000 or 150,000 miles on it, CarShield offers affordable plans to fit every budget. And you, 
you're going to want to have that when something goes wrong with a car. They saved me a ton of money on my trucks, and they can do the same for you. Call CarShield now. Save up to 20% on your plan. You'll always be prepared for the unexpected. Call 800-227-6100. 800-227-6100. Save 20% now at carshield.com slash Beck. That's carshield.com slash Beck. All right, I want to bring in uh, I want to bring in uh, Jason Batrill, who is uh, with me uh, and is going to explain exactly what is going on with this one report from one source. So I say that uh, clearly at the beginning, there's problems with this reporting because it is one source. And I wouldn't take that from The New York Times as gospel. Uh, So. Let's remember one source, but it's pretty damning. It has a ton of facts. Tell me the story, Jason, on what happened and where this report's coming from. I struggle to even really describe how to even tell the story because it's it sounds like are you familiar with the term fan fiction? Yes. It's like that's what it's like off the internet. Like, what would really happen if Anakin Skywalker didn't become Darth Vader? <laughs> right. This is the story. Right. That's what it sounds like. Right. But I mean, Mike Lee is exactly right. If this is true, this is an act of war. And what they're alleging is that the CIA, the Biden administration, came up with the plan to eliminate the Nord Stream Two pipeline to blow it up. And we all remember, I, mean, I think I even came on this program and said, I think you asked me, it was like, do you think this was us? And I'd be yeah. like, and then I was like, well, no, we would never risk something like a direct attack on a Russian asset. Right. Never but risk it. Here's the thing. I think it was Germany or Sweden. Somebody just released a report that showed Russia didn't do it. Yeah. And how many countries have the ability to do something like this? This was not an easy uh, hit. Not an easy hit, and not even an easy hit for for Americans. I mean, it would take a long time. I mean, it would take very specific assets, like you know, SEAL Team Six or something like that. Correct. But the article goes into that. They couldn't use a SEAL Team Six or anyone in JSOCs, Joint Special Operation Command, because they'd have to go through Congress. Now, this is a big part of the story, if true. They use uh, some obscure Navy divers that are not part of JSOC. So then the CIA could use them in a joint intelligence operation, not a military operation, mm. an intelligence operation that would allow them to keep this quiet from Congress. Now, think about that. Like Mike Lee said, this would be an act of war if we did it and they found out, but we didn't inform Congress about it, if true. So there is multiple layers to this, even right off the bat. Who is this written by? This is written by a guy named uh, Seymour Hirsch. Uh, he wrote for the, I think, New York Times. He was a guy who got the um, the um, Pulitzer for exposing the Miley. Yep, Vietnam. Right? Vietnam. Mm-hmm. So, and he has done many, you know, exposés, but they generally kind of lean against America, do they not? Yeah, the, there was the one in, uh, well, just the biggest, the bigger one would be Osama bin Laden questioning, you know, how all of that went down. He even actually questioned Osama bin Laden's culpability in 9-11. So it almost, okay. this is what you kind of see with journalists nowadays, especially, you know, the, you, we saw this in the Russiagate stuff. It's almost like they got on this Woodward and Bernstein high yeah. and they all yeah, want yeah. to top each other off of it. So like, where do you go after topping something like, you know, Woodward and Bernstein? They're like getting more and more fantastical and always trying to one up. Well, but not necessarily. I mean, this this story 
is why you need true a credible press why you need journalistic standards and not activists yeah. because we are dealing with a story now that if it is true the american people wouldn't have gone for this but it's the american people if true that will pay the price it will be our sons and daughters fighting a war with russia and probably half of the world because of something our out of control deep state did yeah and we wouldn't have been for it now how do we prove it who do you believe do you believe the investigators with congress do you believe the investigators from the new york times who do you believe there's one source on this, which I'd love to have because you were former military intel. So I would love to have your thought on this. Something this large, because the story is pages and pages and pages and has great detail in it. Yeah. Um, it It's all coming from one source. What are the odds that something this secret, this complex had more than a few maybe five maybe five key holders that could unlock all of the information so let me just from my intel perspective and i'm uh, my real world experience is afghanistan i was one of the first ground troops conventional into afghanistan after 9 11. so i was part of the planning phase just on my small level my mm -hmm. my unit i didn't know that certain things were going on in northern afghanistan knew a lot of stuff in south when we got on the ground, I didn't even know that there was um, special forces in certain areas that had been there for a while. Um, that was not my need to know. Didn't even know that. Correct. Uh, and that was right before a war. So mm -hmm. just that perspective. There's no way in my mind that a mid or lower level, say that carefully, person would have operational knowledge in that detail. You would need cabinet level uh, or director level access. Now, it's interesting because the way you're phrasing this and you're being very, very accurate uh, on things, a cabinet level or director level might have this information. Why would you bring up director level information on something this sensitive? And I mean, director level, this was done by the CIA. Okay. So, at least in this report done by the CIA. So it would mean what? Like the director of the CIA. Why would he rat himself out? I mean, that's a really good question. Unless he was doing his duty and did not believe in what they were doing. Uh, Is there any example of a director level spilling their guts on something like this? Deep throat. Hmm? <laughs> deep <was> throat. <laughs> oh, that's right. That was the. Director of the FBI, right? Which we found out years. Was it decades? Oh, later? decades. Yeah, yeah, decades later. Decades later. But then we were always like, there's no way. Like, how is, how is he getting all this information? It's like, how the heck? That was a big part of it. Who is your source? Never would have believed in my wildest dreams that it was a direct, the director of the FBI. Never. And that's like, like this. Like, will we decades later say, how the heck did this guy get his information? We find out it was the director of the CIA. If it's true, if it's true now, how, where do you go from here? Where, where do we go from here? Because no Western ally is going to 
verify this. No. No Western. I mean, even if it is true and they hate the fact that it's true, they know if we say, oh, you know what? I think it was the United States. This is an act of war. Yeah. And Russia has the the righteous stance in the world to take us down mm-hmm. or attempt to take us down, take us to war. Yeah. That is an act of war. So what what what? does this mean how do we ever find out anything russia has actually responded and they've said that because of these new air quote facts uh that the white house needs to respond to this or to answer of course the white house the state department and the cia have all been asked and they've all categorically denied it but the article was so specific to answer your question in certain ways that you know uh in time in the time frames that they pulled this off for instance the article goes into there was a a big naval exercise that they used as cover to send in these divers. Um, and that exercise did happen. That exercise did happen. He even puts a link into their specific excuse about having using divers to uh, um, show off the capabilities of their mind clearing uh, capabilities. Um, but it's it's. I mean, <laughs> you know, even Satan uses some truth and then mixes it with with falsehood. Right. So I mean. You know, that doesn't prove anything. Right, right. But um, so there's that, which maybe they could, I don't know, use some kind of, maybe they were surveilling the areas. Maybe they could look at something. I don't know. But then they also goes in very specifically the type of mine they use to get around the Russian detection uh, capabilities. They go into that. Then they go into, and this is, this kind of seemed weird about how they were going to detonate like 72 hours or 48 hours after this exercise. Correct. And then all of a sudden they had this after afterthought of, oh, Maybe that seems kind of suspicious. Maybe we shouldn't just have it on a time detonation a couple of days after the exercise. That doesn't. That doesn't jive with no, me. No, that doesn't. So then they were like, oh, let's send in this like buoy that like has this high tech ping that can, you know, we'll drop it from a plane and it'll set off these uh, charges. That also seems odd to me. That also seems something that the Russians might be able to verify. So, I, I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised right now if there are Russian surveillance planes Flying over the area, gathering intel, possibly, you know, attempting to go and look, take a second look. I don't, I definitely don't think we've heard the last of this. So I'm sure they're going to try and verify it if they can, but they're Russians, really. So even if they don't, they're probably just going to say, yeah, they did it anyway, right? I mean, I would. I would too. I would. And quite honestly, I'm not sure we didn't do it. I'm not either. Yeah. Which is wild. I would never would have thought of this. You know, it, 20 years ago, I would have said absolutely right. not. No way. No way. Um, but if you hit me today, if 9-11 happened and we heard, you know, Bush and Clinton and we had exactly what happened with Sandy Berger um, at the National Archives where he's smuggling documents out about Bush and Clinton um, and anything related to uh, Osama bin Laden prior to the bombing, I, w- I, I, I would deeply question our government. We, we have come a long way on finding out how bad our government can be and has been in the past. The problem with this is, is you are going to pay the price. If this happened or if Russia decides to go with it, you, your son, your daughter, you're going to pay the price. And that's what's so infuriating. Because if it is true, 
the American people should demand that these people, whoever was involved, whoever had this decision, uh, is in prison and punished. And you know what? I would be fine. I don't care who it is. I don't. Let me just say this, and it wasn't. It could couldn't have been because he wasn't in office. But to show you how passionate, even if it was the former president, go ahead, send him over to Russia. Let him let him face a trial over in Russia. I'm sorry, but you do something like this, and you don't inform Congress. I mean, this is this is the tweet from Mike Lee last night. I'm troubled that I can't immediately rule this suggestion that the U.S. blew up the Nord Stream out. He can't rule it out. I checked with a bunch of Senate colleagues. Among those I've asked, none were ever briefed on this. If it turns out to be true, we've got a huge problem. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Now, let me give you a couple of other other things and see if... um, See if it feels as though some sort of play is going on. I'll explain in a minute. First, I want you to consider switching your phone service to Patriot Mobile right now, today. I mean, it's quite a plunge leaving behind a big mobile company that gives you a mediocre service and, you know, a premium price. I mean, I know, I know. The truth is. It's hard because it's just a hassle. It's a hassle. But Patriot Mobile is making that hassle go away. They they have a U.S.-based customer service team. So, yeah, they speak English. Believe it or not, yeah, yeah, they can understand you. They make it switching easy. Now, you're going to pay less. You're going to have the same great uh, coverage. You're going to have better service. Did I say you're going to pay less? Oh, and they're not going to be working against everything you hold dear. Patriot Mobile, a country, a company that shares your values and is getting the job done. 100% U.S.-based customer service team is waiting for your call right now at 878-PATRIOT. 878-PATRIOT. Switch now uh, at patriotmobile.com slash Beck. Get free activation with the offer code Beck. Call them. 800, sorry, 878-PATRIOT. 878-PATRIOT. 10 seconds, station ID. Okay, so there's a couple of a couple of other things, but we have now officially denied that we blew up the Nord Stream pipelines. However, there are very few countries that could have done it. Okay, very few. Um, and and it's as Jason said, it's it's iffy for even us to do. So it's uh, you know kind of a moon launch kind of thing. Now, this just. Uh, this has just come out. Let me see the date on this uh, from CNN. Um, and it says there are strong indications that Russian President Vladimir Putin personally approved the decision to provide separatists in Ukraine with the missile that shot down the Malaysian Airlines flight MH17. This, according to Dutch investigators, they said this yesterday. Citing intercepted telephone conversations by Russian government officials, the Public Prosecution Service joint investigative team said there was strong indicators that Russia and the president made the decision about the provision 
uh, to give these weapons to the separatists of the Republic uh, of Donetsk. So what is this? So a story is released about us and an act of war. And the next day, CNN is reporting that, oh, by the way, did you see Putin? He authorized the shooting down of a civilian airliner. But we we knew this story, didn't we? Didn't we know this story a while back or is this the first time we're hearing this, Jason? They well, so the investigators looking into it have always said, well, ever since they found out that the the missiles came directly, the the anti-aircraft missile that shot down the plane came from Russia. There was always a question of Putin culpability, like mm. direct culpability. Right. Um, they were that was always just kind of left out there. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a. It was a. What were they calling uh, the. The press here is calling uh, the uh, the Nord Stream pipeline explosion a mystery. Yeah. So the shooting down of this, and we knew the missile came from Russia, but it was a mystery on who did it. Yeah, directly. Yeah. Like, was it some random, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know, army general or something yeah. like that? Was it rogue? Exactly. Yeah. It could be. You know, they, yeah. they just kind of left it out there. That, yeah. that was the mystery. Because you can't go off and just claim that, you know, the leader of a country is a war criminal. Can't yeah. really do that unless you yeah. need some leverage, right? right? Unless you need some leverage. Yeah, because that's I mean, wouldn't that really be kind of an act? It's not ex- directly an act of war, but kind of a direct, you know, you're shooting down a civilian airliner. Right. And if the government, the head of the government, boy, that makes you a guy that just has to be removed. And everybody would agree with that. Yeah. And if you're and if you're looking at a country that's blowing up the red phone in the Oval Office saying, can you respond to this? Uh, it's a pretty good thing to say, well, you know, we have strong indications that you might be directly involved in the downing of MH17. Don't worry. We're not going to say you did. We just have strong indications. Yeah, we'd like you to answer <laughs> those charges. Yeah. Okay, so this is this is the nuclear war of worlds. They uh, are words. They have missiles pointed at Joe Biden and this administration. And now we have missiles pointed pointed right at Vladimir Putin. But if I may, there's a third story that came out. Uh, I don't like the way this play is ending at the half. What is in the second act? Let me tell you another story that just came out. Gee, it seems like we're watching a war story, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. Coming up in just a second. The Glenn Beck Program. Oh, man. If you have a nice spot uh, picked out in the broom closet or, uh, you know, you've, you're traveling into work with a six-pack of uh, weapons-grade energy drinks, you know that you have that meeting coming up and you're so tired and you just cannot fall asleep in it. If you're tired of being tired, tired all the time, you're in luck. I'd like you to try Relief Factor Sleep. It's amazing. Just like the regular relief factor that you take for pain, relief factor sleep is 100% drug free. It's a blend of natural ingredients. I'm trying to do everything I can to go uh, natural. And because all of these drugs that we take, I mean, let's just take sleep. The, the basic thing on sleep uh, medication is that you're drowsy in the morning. Okay. This is natural. So you don't feel it. 
Um, it doesn't all of a sudden feel like, I can't operate. And you feel great the next morning. So unleash the power of a great sleep by calling 800 the number 4 relief. That's 800 the number 4 relief. It's relief sleep. Relieffactor.com. Dream big, sleep tight. Relieffactor.com. Hey, don't forget, last night we had a huge special on uh, AI you don't want to miss. BlazeTV.com. There is a, uh, a story out from... Uh, a well-known journalist, Seymour Hirsch, uh, I, I, I cannot verify the credibility of this. It is based on one source. Uh, however, it is in reading it, it, it generally reads like it's true, but it also reads like a movie. It doesn't. It, the the only thing they have is a bunch of facts, a bunch of facts, but you're not going to be able to verify these facts. And it would take somebody way, way high um, in either the intel community, um, military community, or the uh, uh, administration that would have had to leak these. One person leak all of these um, stories uh, from to uh, Seymour Hearst. He's been right sometimes. He's been wrong sometimes. So we don't know. But it's an important question to find out. Did America blow up the Nord Stream pipeline? Now, there's a couple of things that go to um, suspicion. One, if you remember when President Biden said, you know what, Uh, we're going to close this down. Well, you can't. I mean, that's German in Russia. You, How are you going to do it? Believe me, we can do it. Uh, so that one felt at the time like a threat that we would destroy that pipeline. That's an act of war. So when it happened, because there's very few countries that could do it, and Russia wouldn't be incentivized to do it, why would we do it? Well, if you are in a country and in a world where the elites want destabilization and want war and on top of it, want to stop oil for this global warming cult and they want to uh, make sure that the world is cut off from oil, that's pretty compelling if you're a zealot about it. I mean, you're acting you're, you're committing an act of war to be able to pull this off, but you believe the world, the most pressing issue is global warming. So I could make it. This is what's frightening. I could make a case either way, and I have no idea what's true. And that's the end of a republic. Now, this could very well be misinformation or disinformation from the Russians. We don't know. But if the press starts calling this out of hand disinformation, are you going to believe that? It might even make the case for the article stronger. Because a lot of Americans go, oh, really? Was it another Russian bot? Was it? Because I remember that being exposed just recently. 
oh, is it disinformation like there was on Facebook or or it was it a Russian operative like it was during the 2016 election? Nobody's going to believe that. This is why the press must be neutral and call balls and strikes. We have to have people we can trust, but we don't. So what what happens? This is the kind of story that could unravel the entire country without a war. Because people will start to pit themselves against the country because, look, I don't know. I can't defend it. How do, how do I defend America? I can't stand up and say this isn't true, but I can't stand up and say it is true. So everybody becomes neutral on our country at best. Really not good. Now, we just told you that within hours of this story being released, there was another story that was released where we are pointing the finger now at Vladimir Putin saying he's the one who gave the weapons to the separatists that shot down Malaysia Airlines MH17. Well, is that true? When did we know that? And why did it come out just a couple of hours after there's a story from Seymour Hirsch? Is this nothing but disinformation on both sides? Is this is this all just propaganda on both sides? Are we just pawns that will be the ones that actually fight a war? I would love to tell you no. I would even love to tell you, I mean, not love. I'd like to be able to tell you yes, but I don't know. Now listen to this one. The costly not pet ya cyber attack. If you remember, this cyber attack happened in 2017. And we have blamed it on Russia. It was a, a cyber attack. It was at the time described as a cyber nuclear attack. Okay, and we blamed it on Russia. It looks like Russia did do it and it shut down corporations and all kinds of things in Ukraine and all over the world. Okay, it was massive, massive. Well, there's all kinds of litigation going on about it now, because, for instance, Merck, the pharmaceutical company, um, had uh, they had lost one point four billion dollars after this affected their entire computer system. So all this collateral damage from this $1.4 billion, well, they went to the insurance companies and said, you got to help us, you know, reclaim the $1.4 billion. And all these companies are doing the same. And um, the insurance company for Merck said, no, this is an act of war. And they said, well, wait, wait a minute. No, it's not an act of war. The United States didn't officially say that it was Russia and that it was a state-sponsored attack, so it's not a war. Well, it's an act of war. We're not paying for it. So is it an act of war? Is it not an act of war? Should insurance companies pay for this? Did they pay for the damages, which was absolutely an act of war from Osama bin Laden? Didn't they pay the insurance for all of the things that happened on 
This is again big company, big insurers, big banks playing a game, and I don't know what the game is. I don't know. It I know it's not in the best interest of its citizens. Look, if I'm insured, I got hit by a cyber attack. I don't care who did it. The government the government isn't declaring war, so no, it might be an act of war if it was Vladimir Putin and the state doing it, but there's no proof of that that has been presented, and we're not at war. Why aren't you paying? Well, because this changes everything, absolutely everything. And if the court does say it's an act of war, what does that do? Are we then now suspending everything that might happen with Russia because it's an act of war? What does that mean? Ask ChatGPT because ChatGPT will probably have an answer for you. What is the answer? The answer is credibility. And that is unfortunately earned. And who is earning any kind of credibility that can answer these things? Where is the leader that will stand up and say, look, I don't want a kangaroo court on either side. I don't want to hear the uh, Republicans only version or the Democratic only version. In fact, I don't want to hear either political party's side. I'd like to see the evidence of the truth and let the chips fall where they may just i want the truth that's a reckoning right now we are living in a world where it, it and you can say it's a conspiracy theory but it's not it's conspiracy fact there are those on a global scale that are verifiably wef.org Uh, You look at World Economic Forum, those people are openly conspiring to change the functions of government and business and even capitalism at its very root. They are looking to change the family relationship, the dynamics of humans at every level, and they're doing it openly. The last time I remember seeing this happen in the West was World War I, where you had the Fabian Socialist and a group of elites all over Europe saying we can, if we blow it up, we can completely redesign it. Because now we're in the, we're in the future. We're with science now. We don't need all these feudal lords. Let's blow it up. And then rebuild it. And yeah, it's going to cost some lives. But I mean, how bad could it be? There were a lot of people that were caught up in that. And that's history. You can look all of that up. That's history. That war just didn't happen. That war, people were itching for that war. So they, they picked its scabs. They ratcheted things up. And we got into a global war. And when that didn't solve problems, it led to World War II. We're going through the same kind of thing now, where we have elites telling us one thing because they have one desire, 
and the people of the world have another desire, and that is just leave us alone. Leave us out of your little power games. We don't want anything to do with it. But who's willing to say that and who's willing to back that up with any kind of credibility? The only resource that will in the end be worth more than gold is credibility. Do you say what you believe? Do your actions match those words? Have you built up anything in your credibility bank for those people around you? So they know your word is your bond. That is probably the most important thing we can do as individuals and family. We used to think, this is our family name. That's our family name. Does anybody say that anymore? I know we do in our family. What you do does not just affect you. It affects our family's name. Unfortunately, in the case with the Nord Stream Pipeline, what maybe, maybe elites here in America, in the intelligence community and in the White House, maybe what they did, they did on their own, but it affects our entire American family name and we will all pay the price for it. You've been paying attention to the news. You know there are a lot of people in the country really struggling to provide even just the basics right now. We have inflation. Uh, we're in, they say we're not in a recession. Uh-huh. Oh, no, its economy's going like hell. It's crazy. Yeah, no, it's, it's going not like hell, to hell. But anyway, how are your, financing, uh, your finances going right now? You're sitting at that kitchen table and you're paying all of the bills. Are you, are you a little concerned? Let me give you some light at the end of the tunnel in form of a cash-out refi from American Financing. It could take some cash out and help you pay off some of that debt so you can get out from underneath the knife. Now, here's the thing. The average that the American Financing customer is saving right now is about $700 a month. 695 is the exact average. That's remarkable. How much would an extra $695 a month what did that mean to you and your family? Now, you could end up being able to delay as many as two mortgage payments, which would be another blessing, and then close in as little as 10 days. So it's right now. The call is free. There's no obligation. Just pick up the phone and start your savings journey today. American Financing at 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. It's AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. Hey, um, every day we issue um, my newsletter, my morning newsletter. And uh, a couple of months ago, I decided that I would release all of my raw show prep. And 
really only maybe now 20% of it gets onto the air. And there are so many stories just today that we're not going to get to. And they're really important for you to know. If you want a news digest, something that will show you the things that I am watching and think that are important, you'll get about 60 stories every day. You get them in one newsletter. Just go to glenbeck.com. And if you do that today and sign up for the newsletter, you'll get access to the research from last night's Wednesday night special about artificial intelligence. AI is here and it will change our lives permanently in the near future. And I'm not talking five to 10 years. I'm talking about the next several years. Okay. Uh, it's happening today. Have you tried Bing? This should blow you away. Have you tried Bing lately? I've tried Bing, I don't know how many times, and I hate Bing. I used Bing instead of Google today because the chat GPT is now all installed. Uh, it's a different site entirely. There's a competitor for Google, and it's Bing. Don't take my word for it. Just ask Jeeves. It's changing everything. Go to glenbeck.com right now. Sign up for our newsletter for this exclusive content. All of the things we talked about last night, all of the resources. Uh, we've also covered other AI topics on the site this week that will affect your life right now. You don't want to miss it. It's all happening at glenbeck.com. Go there now.